It is Tuesday, July 25th. Today, branding blunder. Will Elon's latest gamble help the beleaguered company? Also, Threads moves fast to capitalize on Elon's latest fumble. TikTok finally gets ready to launch its e-commerce platform. And on the ad-free premium podcast, which you can learn more about by tapping Go Premium in the show notes, how to close the deal when your meta shopping campaigns only tickle the bottom end of the funnel. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead. Today in Digital Marketing. Elon Musk's sudden rebranding of Twitter to X has erased 15 years of brand recognition, leaving the platform in a challenging position as it starts again from scratch while its competitors forge ahead. So what's next? Research firm Forrester foresees a grim fate for X, releasing a paper last night predicting X will be shut down or acquired within the next 12 months. Quote, Nine days ago, Musk tweeted that the company has a negative cash flow because of a 50% drop in ad revenue plus heavy debt load. This is far from a position of strength from which to attempt what is essentially an app relaunch, a move that will only alienate more users and more advertisers. While Musk's vision is to turn X into an everything app, this takes time, money, and people, three things that the company no longer has. Disenfranchised Twitter users will increasingly turn to threads while Musk's company continues to lose money. Simply put, X's runway is coming to an end, unquote. Doug Zarkin is a retail brand marketing executive, most recently CMO for a major eyewear retailer and was vice president of marketing at Victoria's Secret. I spoke with him earlier today. The challenge becomes is how the users of the platform are going to react. There seems to be more negative reaction than positive reaction. The work that needs to be done with that platform has absolutely nothing to do with the visual language. The challenges that marketers have faced since the change in leadership is the change in behavior and values that the platform has put out into the market. Limiting what you see as a user of the platform inevitably changes the value proposition because you are now really looking at a finite audience for exposure, for your message, for your product or service. Doug Zarkin has a book called Moving Your Brand Out of the Friend Zone. It will be out later in the year. A couple of random items overnight that I thought were sort of funny. It doesn't appear that the platform controls the username X. It is on a locked account, which claims to be in San Francisco. As of this afternoon, had about 27,000 followers. Of course, if it's not owned by the platform, they'll probably just bump whoever has it out. They also didn't get the trademark for X. In fact and this is kind of hilarious, its arch-rival Meta appears to hold that trademark for, quote, online social networking services and social networking services in the field of entertainment, gaming, and application development, unquote. The Meta X looks a little different. It's the former logo for Mixer, which, I know this is complicated, was a Twitch competitor owned by Microsoft before they shut that streaming service down and came to some kind of agreement with Meta. Also, for a while last night, a screenshot of Twitter's help page was circulating, saying that the right way to refer to a post is no longer a tweet, but a zeet, spelled X-E-E-T. It turns out that was fake. And finally, yesterday, Twitter workers started taking that name off their building in San Francisco, only to have the police shut them down because they didn't have a permit for the crane. For the last few months, Twitter's logo actually read Titter, because Elon is a 12-year-old edgelord. Now... It just reads, er. 
Meta's rival app, Threads, on the other hand, is gaining momentum by rolling out one of its most requested features today, a following tab. For those of you with the update, tapping the Threads icon at the top of the app screen let users toggle between For You and Following, like the former Bird app. These feeds appear at the top of the page. The update also includes new categories to sort the activity feed, letting you filter by follows, quotes, and reposts. A new follow button can also be found on the followers list to make following other accounts easier. And users with private accounts can approve all follow requests in one go with a new approve all function. The company plans to offer a liked posts section in settings and include translation features soon. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. And if you like the format of this podcast, you will love theirs. It's packed with information, but it's brief. Last week, they had a great rundown on car prices, not just the numbers, but why car prices moved, how weather affects that market. It was super interesting. They also cover things like boosting your credit score, putting money away for retirement, saving on travel, and so on. So yeah, listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Putting our podcast and newsletter together can get complicated. We add show notes in one place, interview coordination in another, brainstorming somewhere else. It's easy to lose track of the big picture when you have to open a new window for every detail. With Miro, you can bring everything and everyone together in one place. Consolidate different points of view and increase team collaboration all on one centralized board. For instance, we used Miro to figure out the right flow for our newsletter automations. It let us get our team all contributing, including our ad agency people, and saved us a ton of time. And its new AI tool, which summarizes and clusters information automatically, was a game changer. Find simplicity in your most complex projects with Miro. Your first three Miro boards are free when you sign up today at Miro.com slash podcast. That's three free boards at Miro.com slash podcast. There have been rumors about TikTok's online marketplace launching for some time, and now it seems the wait may be over. The Wall Street Journal reporting today that the company is planning to launch its e-commerce business in the U.S. in August. TikTok's online marketplace will be called, somewhat awkwardly, TikTok Shop Shopping Center. It will store and ship products from China-based sellers, including clothes, kitchen gadgets, and electronics. The marketplace will offer different channels for consumers to browse and buy products. According to the report, TikTok will handle the marketing, transactions, logistics, and after-sale services, while users will be able to leave reviews for products shipped by TikTok and external sellers. The report noted that TikTok will only pay Chinese suppliers once they find buyers in the U.S. and return unpopular items to avoid being stuck with inventory. The company also reportedly plans to expand its program to merchants outside of China at a later date. While reports initially anticipated the launch of its marketplace this month, the Wall Street Journal says TikTok delayed its release. Chinese retailers have grown concerned about the app's future in the U.S. due to recent legal actions, including a law in Montana banning the app starting next year and lawmakers pushing for a federal ban. 
So while it plans to give consumers more products, TikTok's also planning to give its ad partners more data on customer acquisition through new partnerships with post-purchase survey providers, NoCommerce, and Faring. The new offering will let brands gather direct input from TikTok users through in-app surveys that prompt previous customers for responses. These surveys can provide advertisers with insights like where customers are coming from, how long it took them to convert, and which channels are most effective. This kind of surveying has gotten a lot more attention lately as traditional pixel-based approaches to attribution and reporting have gotten weaker. TikTok says marketers will be able to integrate data from both providers into most CRM systems. Boy, I feel dumb and old. <laughs> Last night, um, I was in the hot tub. I decided to throw on the TikTok Live. I haven't done a TikTok Live on our podcast account uh, in, I don't know, half a year, more. Our podcast account, by the way, is Today in Digital. Um, anyway, so I was on, and we had, I don't know, 40, 50 people show up. And some of them had these little blue icon with a number, like three or 12 beside it. And I started asking, what do, why do your usernames have this icon? And it turns out, this is so embarrassing. It turns out that's the indicator of how many months they've been supporting you financially. Subscribed to your channel. To your channel. Um, okay, A, didn't know I'd turn that on. B, I asked everyone to please unsubscribe. Because I'm not providing any value, <laughs> like any value there at all. I haven't done lives in months and months and months. But I did go in and check, and um, I had about $9 in there waiting to cash out. So, lesson learned. I'm Todd Mappin. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.